The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw. Today, I have the honor of answering a listener question. And you know how much I love it when you guys reach out with your questions. You know, it's so much fun. And when you do a podcast, and I've said this before, you know, you don't have that connection that you have with the audience the way I do when I do an individual session or I teach a class or even when I go live in the Intuitive Connection community group on Facebook. And so it's always really, really fun when you guys reach out and you send me your questions. And so today I'm going to answer one of those. And this question comes from, I don't know if this person wants their name used, so I'll call them Jen, (laughs) but you'll recognize your question when you hear it, friend. This question is, seems like when I need intuitive guidance the most, I try too hard. How can I really learn to let go and not try to control the process? I end up beating myself up that I must be the only one in the world whose intuition is broken. And I just love that question. So first of all, Jen, actually, I just realized that this person posted their question on Facebook, so they probably don't mind their name being used. But just in case, your intuition is not broken at all. Your intuition is working perfectly, perfectly. It always is. The trick is, right, to learn how to tune into it. And one of the things that blocks our intuition so very, very much is trying. Mm -hmm. Trying to connect to your intuition is sort of like pushing it away. Because when we try, right, and we exert effort. We are pushing, we are forcing, and we are resisting. But intuition is receptive. It's when we're in the receptive mode. We receive our guidance. We don't search for it. We don't push it. We receive it. We wait. We pose a question. We get out of the way, right? And we wait for it to come through. So the harder you try to find it, the more you are pushing it away. So I just want to pause there and let it sink in. And I have a feeling too that our friend Jen, who asked this question, knows that somewhere inside too, right? She understands that that pushing and trying is part of the problem because intuition always comes from this place of surrender. 
it always comes when we allow ourselves to let go of having the answer, when we let go of needing to know, when we let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, let go, that we clear the space for our guidance to arrive, for that intuition, for that knowing to shine through. True story. That is a thousand percent how it works. But of course, it's normal to want to try and it's normal to push. And especially in those times when we really, really, really are desirous of some guidance, when we feel really stuck, when we feel really, you know, in suffering and struggle, when we feel really overwhelmed, those are the moments that we're like, please help arrive now. And sometimes, and I've talked about this before, sometimes we get to such a state of overwhelm and despondency that everything breaks down and the sun comes up like it does after, you know, a huge storm and the birds start singing and we are awoke, at least for a minute. But that's actually pretty rare. And when it does happen, it is not the funnest way to tune into your intuition, right? We want to be able to access it on a clear, sunny day. We don't want to have to wait for the storm to come through and knock everything down before we can, you know, hear our guidance again. That's not very comfortable. So part of the deal is in those moments when we are really activated to know, first of all, your intuition is flowing, it is not broken, but you have to remind yourself that in this moment, in this state that I am in, I am not in the proper orientation to receive, okay? Now, this is not a criticism of you. You are not doing anything wrong. You are being oh so very human, and I I love you for that, and I hope that you are able at least a little tiny bit to love yourself through that process as well, because loving yourself through that process will actually help a lot, right? And where we can't love ourselves through the process, then we love the part of us that can't. So be kind to yourself, right? Be kind to yourself in those moments, but also know that, you know, they don't last forever and that when you start to settle down and when you start to regroup, it will flow again. It will flow again. And then you'll be able to hear it and hear it more clearly. The analogy I have is if you've ever lost anything, you know, you can't find your car keys and you're looking everywhere for your car keys and you're looking in all the regular spots and you're looking in some other spots and you're totally stressed out and you can't find your car keys. And the more you try, the harder it is to find them, right? Have you been there? I know I've been there. Ooh, even talking about it gets my energy a little bit jazzed. So I'm going to take a breath. Ah, so anyhow, when I find myself in that frenetic state of not being able to find something, the first thing I do is let it go true. Even if it's the car keys and that is, of course, the hardest one because you usually can't find them when you're running late. But I do something else. I distract myself. I allow myself to let it go for a moment, take a breath, do something else, right? Shift my energy and attention. And lo and behold, usually once I get to that calm, quiet state, once again, they appear. Nine out of 10 times they appear. And the one time they don't, you know, maybe you weren't meant to go to the grocery store at that moment of time anyway. Right. Oftentimes, too, we need to take that step back. We need to relax. We need to relinquish control. And I don't remember all the details of that question because I set it down on the floor. But I do believe the word control was in there somewhere, right? We have to let go of needing to control the process. Intuition is not a process that we control. When we try to do things with our minds, we believe our control is there and we force and we push and we shove. And even then, my friends, I'm being told by the guide, it is sort of like Sisyphus, you know, that old myth, pushing that 
not rock up the hill. He feels very busy. He feels very effortful. He feels like he is accomplishing something, but we all know how the story goes. It's going to get three quarters up the hill. It's going to come back down, right? And then the process starts again. And oftentimes that's how life is when we keep trying to solve problems with our mind, right? The mind is really the wrong equipment for problem solving true story, I swear to God. But it's the one that we've all been taught to use. And so we spend a lot of time pushing boulders and that is okay. And the moment you catch yourself pushing the boulder, just just step out of the way. Step out of the way, let her roll, lie down in the hill, take a break, right? And wait for your inspiration to come through because I promise you it always will. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Now, one other thing that can block our intuition, and it's coming through, this is relevant to Jen as well, is we often have very strong expectations of how we think that intuition is supposed to go, right? Does that sound like you? We don't want the nudge. We don't want the little hit. You know, we want the big, boom, full, complete answer, you know, that's going to solve everything right now and forever. And my friends, you think that would be nice? It probably wouldn't. but you think it would. Your mind would certainly like that. But intuition just, it rarely works that way. It rarely works that way because number one, the answer is always changing. It's always growing. It's always morphing, right? According to the only constant that there is in this world, and that is change, right? And so there isn't a complete full final answer to anything because we are in a constant state of expansion. We are in a constant state of growth. And what is going to be true for us now or relevant for us now or useful for us now or purposeful for us in the moment now may change in an instant, right? And so your intuition, and I've talked about this before, only tells you, but it's not an only in a bad way. (laughs) It's a good way. It always tells you, what is of the highest truth for you in the now, right? It's a guidance that tells you what is the best step, what is the right direction, what will bring you the most joy in the now. And the now is constantly changing. So if we ask for all of the answer all at once, right, it wouldn't even be relevant because as we keep moving and changing, fortunately, though it may feel unfortunate to your mind, that answer may become obsolete. But the deeper piece is part of tuning into our intuition is letting go of control because control comes from the mind. And the mind, again, wants to create a stable reality. It wants to know what's true now and forever, which is an impossible task. Hence, the rock going up the hill and sliding back down again and again and again. But your intuition is the gift that will take you beyond that. It'll take you beyond that. It will free you right? From the Sisyphusian task of trying to solve all the problems with your mind. But you do have to let go of the control. And you do have to let go of the effort too. If you like pushing the boulder, you know, as a form of exercise, by all means, push away. Just understand that, you know, it's an exercise to some extent in futility, right? 
But you might get strong biceps, and that can be really just fine too. So I'm not knocking any part of the human experience. They all serve. But letting go of control means that really we surrender to our higher self, to our higher purpose. We surrender to that part of ourselves that is more highly aligned with source, with divine, with God, with the universe, whatever you want to say. We surrender to the part of ourselves, right, that is greater than our human mind, our human sense of self, this human container, this human illusion, however you want to put it. And you know yours truly likes to use lots of different words so that we don't get too hung up on any of them. So I'm going to look back at this question again to see if there's anything that I'm missing. So how can I really learn to just let go and not try to control the process, right? And I end up beating myself up because I'm the only one whose intuition is broken. I love that. I want to tune back in because I want to make sure I especially address that last little bit of the question. Letting go is around trust. And trusting is around to disagree with the chatter of the mind and agree with the part of yourself that is super duper wise. And it also means that we agree to know what we get to know as we get to know it rather than, again, trying to control that flow. You don't get to control that. You don't want to control that. In fact, you want to flow with it, right? So you want to let your intuition shine exactly how she wants and you don't want control at all. But the ticket here, and I think this is probably true for a lot of people, but it's definitely true for Jen, our questioner, is this feeling like if it's not working the way that I want it to, if I'm not getting it the way I'm supposed to, right, I'm doing something wrong. And so I feel like I'm broken because in those moments when I need to hear it, I don't hear it. Now, I happen to know Jen now that I think about it. And I'm tuning into her energy now. And I can tell you, she is someone that has been following her intuition since she was out of the cradle. Most of us have, but she's really a rock star at doing it. And it's just in those moments when she pushes and tries, right? And it doesn't flow that she feels that it's not working. And those are probably for her and maybe for many of you too, the exception rather than the rule. But oftentimes, too, we focus on the problem, right? So you're in a problem and you're in a state and you're like, why isn't my intuition working and why can't I let go and and why am I the only one that has this broken, right? (laughs) What can I do in that moment when I have that experience? Number one, breathe. Take a step back and remember what Victoria said, your intuition is always working. It has to be working. It's your birthright. It's your connection to your soul. It never leaves you. It never goes away. We just have to get back into the habit of listening. And more than that, we have to tune in to understanding when it's working for us now, where it's flowing easily, so that we can sort of open that channel for it to flow even more, right? So you don't look at where it's not working. You start to tune into where it is and where you feel blocked and where you feel stuck, right? And those moments come for all of us. That's where loving kindness to yourself comes in. That's where treating yourself like a sweet little child and just reminding that part of yourself, my intuition is working just fine, but right now I'm feeling a little bit frustrated. Let me give you a hug, right? That's really it. That's really it. Now the guides say there are certain things that we can do to maximize the flow of our intuition in most circumstances, in most circumstances. And so as we wrap up, they want me to share that as well. And our questioner, Jen, knows the first one. And the first one is letting go. 
right? And so start to look at the places where it's easy for you to let go and listen to your intuition. And we all have them. And they might be tiny things. Some of you know for yours truly, the tiny things are where I get hung up. But for you, it may be like that decision of what to have for breakfast in the morning or, you know, am I going to Starbucks today or am I going to that cute little coffee shop down the corner? Or, you know, you might have just an uncanny ability to listen when your kids have a question and give them an answer, right? Wherever or, or colleagues at work. Wherever it's flowing for you, set the intention to start noticing, to start paying attention, to have that be shown because by focusing on where it is working, right, and it is working for you somewhere, probably a lot more places than you know, you're going to start to tune back into that flow. And you're also going to get a sense of how your intuition speaks to you, okay? Number two, like everything in life, there's times when we feel extremely aligned And there's times when we feel not so much. And how we respond in those not so much moments is really, really key. We can beat ourselves up. We can bemoan the fact that we're not aligned. Believe you me, I've had experience with trying to do that. Usually what it makes you do is feel worse. Mm -hmm. And it's okay if you catch yourself being mad at yourself because you're not aligned and then you catch yourself making yourself feel worse. That is okay too, because it's just your mind doing that, your highest self, you know, the real you, the real you is just looking back and saying, oh, honey, that's so cute. That's so sweet. Of course you would do that. I love you. So if you can give yourself a little bit of that, right, a little bit of that love, you're going to realign with your highest and truest self right again. Remember, your humanness is just adorable to your higher self and always lovable. And hopefully that will help you realign with your joy and with your perspective, okay? And sometimes it's really hard. Sometimes we just have to go through the motions, like a little kid having a temper tantrum and the energy builds and it builds and it builds and it builds and then they're screaming and lying on the floor and rolling around and you just have to get out of the way. You got to get out of the way. You got to keep them safe. You're not going to reason with them. Mommy wants you to know why you can't have this lollipop. Stop screaming. It's not going to work, right? The kid wants a lollipop. He's going to have his tantrum, you know, and you can have that conversation again when your child has quieted down, right? Or maybe when they quieted down, they'll come and give you a big hug and say, sorry, mommy, and, you know, all is well, right? But in that moment, that energy sometimes just needs to flow. So if you catch yourself there, again, be kind to yourself. Hold the space, let it go, and remember it will not last forever, It will not last forever. And in time, when you relax into it, things will flow again. And again, you can't try your way out of a temper tantrum. You can't try your way out of anything, really. It's just about allowing whatever is to happen in the now to happen, loving the part of yourself that can't allow it. And eventually, I promise you, things will start to flow again. They always do. And it is in those moments of flow and surrender that we start to connect with our inner wisdom. True thing. So as we wrap up, I want to share with our questioner, Jen, and really everybody else listening that yes, it is true when you need your intuition the most is when you want to push the hardest. And I do believe me truly understand. But your intuition, my friends, is never broken. It's never broken. It is always working. And in those moments when you need it the most are the best, best moments for you to surrender. 
Surrender to the process of life. Surrender to your highest self. Surrender to whatever you're experiencing right now. Offer it, offer it, offer it, offer it, offer it, offer it. Let it go. And wherever you're still clinging, then offer that too. Love yourself, love yourself, love yourself, and love yourself just a little bit more. And know that the sun will shine again and your intuition will be right back online to guide you. And it's really just a matter of getting out of the way and allowing her to flow. And the last thing I think that wants to come through as we're wrapping up is this. Know that your intuition is guiding you all the time. You're supported all the time. And so even when you can't hear that voice in your head, right? Even when it seems like you're staring at a blank brick wall, please know your guidance is always flowing. It's always with you. And life is always working exactly as it should be. Please know that there's nothing that you can do to mess it up and that you are perfect and wonderful just as you are. And that the more you recognize this and simultaneously allow that greater part of yourself to shine through. And again, don't worry that you're not allowing it. Just know that it's there. Know that it's there. Know that it's there. And the two of you will reconnect, realign, and move forward beautifully and effortlessly on the path moving forward. So that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much, Jen, for bringing us this beautiful question. And thank you, listeners, too, for tuning in and um, giving me the opportunity to share because you know I love this so much. If you have a question that you'd like answered on the show, please, please, please go ahead, shoot me an email, go to the website, do the little contact form, shoot me an email, and do please specify too that it's a question that you'd like answered on Intuitive Connection because sometimes I think that, you know, I might confuse and think that it's a question that you want for a reading, which is also something that I do. So we can do that too. But anyhow, always reach out. I love to hear from you all. And if it's a good one that I think a lot of people will benefit from, we will definitely answer it on the show. And remember too, I do a lot of free Q&As over in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group. So you can check it out there as well. And very soon, we're also going to have a little private membership group, which will be a wonderful time for more personalized Q&A. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, thank you all so very much for tuning in and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. I'm Victoria Moran. Since we launched the Main Street Vegan podcast back in 2012, lots more people have discovered the way that moving in a vegan direction can infuse our lives with vitality, spirituality, and compassion. My guests are experts on every aspect of making this work in your real life and our real world. Join us for Main Street Vegan here on mindbodyspirit.fm.